Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. My friends, you are in for a treat. If you've loved some of the content around masculine, feminine, if you've recognized you're in a wounded masculine and a wounded feminine, if you're pushing if you're hustling, if you're grinding uh, against yourself and you feel in a way that it is uh, making you feel guilty when you stop or if you are starting to create drama so that you can feel loved or feel uh, you know, the attention that you want, odds are you have a wounded masculine or a wounded feminine energy within you and it's something I've touched on in the past, but it's also something that comes up time and time for me personally. And so I have Anastasia here on in this podcast to not only dive in deep into this topic, but share her experience and, and how she's managed to drop her identities around her action and her profession and who, who she thinks she is and open up and find out who it is she really is. And when you do that, you start to harmonize your masculine and feminine energy. So if you want to grow your business and live more in your life, more in purpose, in terms of feeling the way you want to feel and then channeling that feeling towards something that is your, your direction, that your heart's guiding you towards, just being able to harmonize both of them, both the masculine and feminine energies, is a key core concept and it's something Anastasia dives into it's something she has mastered in her life and it's such a in such a beautiful way and so I dive into deep into a lot of questions on not only how you do this for yourself but also recognizing what the signs are if you do have a wounded or masculine and then we also explore what it is you can do to heal these sides of you to heal these wounds and to know if your direction and your actions right now are coming from a wounded place or is it coming from a fulfilled place that is your purpose. And I, I can't wait for you to explore this because it's if you apply this, it's just something that it's just something that harmonizes with you. And it not only flows on in terms of your purpose and your passion, but the example you be for other people is creates a massive, massive impact. So I I Truly look forward to uh, to your insights here. So without further ado, here's Anastasia. Okay, guys, welcome back. We have another power conversation. I was just on her podcast. This is Anastasia. I'd love to welcome you, but in a in a little bit of a in a second, I'll explain. Uh, we're basically going to be talking about masculine and feminine energies, and it's something that's a it's a topic that resonates with me. I've learned a lot about masculine and feminine and it's only in the last uh, you know, month or so that my coach has basically uh, banished me to 
to sit down and to sit in my feminine and to, and to basically uh, notice all of the masculine uh, tendencies to go and take action straight away and to use the strategies and tools and tactics and all those different things and to start to notice the difference. And so it's, it's going to be really cool to have Anastasia walk us through her insights, her knowledge, her wisdom around these topics, especially around for business owners, especially around leadership, especially how we can use them in harmony to, to control the direction of our life and, and also to the quality of our life. And so Anastasia, I want to first of all, welcome. It's really, really cool to have you on. We just had an awesome conversation on her podcast um, that I'm excited to, excited to share as well. And so anyone who wants to um, jump over and, and visit her podcast, feel free to do that after this as well. Um, that was a really, really cool conversation, but welcome. Thank you so much, Tyson. It is a pleasure to be here with all of you today. And yeah, absolutely. The podcast episode we just did together was incredible and I can't wait for all of you to hear it. So definitely come over and listen to my podcast too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to start talking about everything with you here today with regards to masculine and feminine and leadership and anything else that needs to come up that you need to hear. I love doing the flowy type of interviews where you just get to know like if spirit has something for you to say it's going to come up because you guys clearly need to hear it so thank you again for having me here today and i can't wait to get started yeah it's awesome yeah definitely definitely free flowing that's what we do here that's uh it's it's not it's not too structured not too channeled in one direction um but it's really really cool to have these sort of chats especially for other Mm-hmm. You know, gain the knowledge of other coaches, gain the knowledge of, of people who are also on their journey, who are following a calling. Um, even just your energy of following a calling and sharing what's flowing through you is, is inspiring in and of itself, uh, let alone the content and, and what we can apply to our life. So how about we start off for the, the people listening to understand a bit more about you and, uh, and how you got on this journey of not only being a coach, but being fascinated with, with energy healing. Mm-hmm, of course. So in a short <laughs> way of explaining it, because I have a very long journey, um, I had spent 10 years in the military. I was in the Canadian Navy. And prior to that, um, I was in the cadet program for an additional 10 years. So my most of my life from about the age of nine, I was in a military type of field and atmosphere. And because of that, I learned how to be very, I was, like, I was a very high achiever and I accomplished a lot and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. Um, but I also knew that I was meant for more. And one of the things that happened is I kept on getting signals and signs and I didn't know enough at that time to listen to them. So some of these signs were I got, uh, I had like a little injury at work or I just kept being asked to go in a different direction. I was actually going to go into education for a while. And every time I started following a new path, I just was comfortable in the military and I just fell back into it. And then I kept pushing and pushing. And one of the things that happened with that is I became the military. I wasn't separate from it. And it was really hard to 
disen like disengage from that type of mindset because I lost who I was. I completely assimilated myself and it was very rigid and perfectionistic and it's and you'll, you'll learn this in a little bit but I was in a wounded masculine state. Now at the same time I had actually been going through a bit of a financial crisis because and this is where the wounded feminine is going to come up and again I'll go into that a little bit later but I had grown up not well off we were my family was poor and we didn't ever have a nice home and there's a there's a few reasons for that but when I started working in the military I decided to help my mom and part of it was selfish um, because I wanted I finally wanted a home for myself and I was also very codependent and ingrained into everything that she thought and that she wanted and the other part of it was that I I did want to help her I wanted to see her feel good about herself and she unfortunately lived in a very heavy victim mindset still does to this day um, but I wanted to rescue her so part of it part of me going into this financial crisis um, I took out a bunch of loans tried to help her fix the house and we had a whole bunch of crazy stuff happen um, contractor took the money house got foreclosed and like I ended up with like 80 grand in debt and I was 19 at the time and I was constantly trying to oh I was constantly trying to better myself better my life but I was pushing from a place that wasn't connected I was pushing from a place of pain and not enough and because I kept on pushing from that point um all of my validation all my self-worth was external so I had really low self-esteem and because the military provided such a perfect environment for me to strive in and receive external validation, I thrived in it until I didn't. So the reason I'm telling you all of this backstory is because part, part of the way into my military career, I ended up getting injured and it was the beginning of the end for my actual military career. And like I said, my identity was so wrapped up in the military that I wasn't separate from it. So I didn't know who I was without it. And when my career started ending as a result of it, and this ending process took four years. Um, so I was in limbo for a long time. But when I was injured, I couldn't do my job anymore. And I ended up losing my full-time contracts. I had to go part-time. And at the same time, I had all of this debt and all of this other stuff going on in the background. So it was this perfect storm. Now, prior to this perfect storm happening, I had, like I said, I'd been getting signs to change. I always knew I was meant for more. I knew that I didn't want to spend my entire life in the military, but I didn't know how to discover what my purpose was. I didn't know how to take care of myself. I didn't know how to set boundaries. I didn't know how to really be me in an authentic way where I wasn't looking or needing external, like looking for or needing external validation. So this injury literally made me unable to continue doing the things that I was doing. 
every time I tried to push and go back to that high achiever, no breaks, no rest type of lifestyle, my body literally rebelled. And I ended up going into this really deep depression and I had a lot of chronic pain as well. And at that point, like I said, I wasn't able to do my job. I was struggling financially. And then I was also struggling with honestly not wanting to be on this earth anymore. And that happened. And those feelings came up every single day. And it came to a point where I had a choice to make. And the choice was very clear. It was change or die. So I chose at that point to change. Now that change looked like me finding spirituality. I had been raised religious and I never fully, I never vibed with it. I never, it just never felt right to me because I felt like there were so many rules that were keeping me small. And when I found spirituality, it opened things up for me. I learned how to change my mindset. I learned how to embrace my feminine energy. I learned how to trust my masculine energy so that I could really be connected to spirit so that I could find my purpose in life. I learned how to listen to my heart and soul. And I also learned how to heal my body through healing my emotions. Because one of the things I was never good at was feeling emotions. I would bottle everything up. And when you bottle everything up, it just creates more pain in your life, whether it's physical or emotional. So I went on this journey of healing myself and really connecting with myself. And there was a lot of back and forth and this, this inner fight within me because part of me was so desperately trying to hang on to my old life and I couldn't. I literally went through a death and rebirth process where I could no longer be the person I was because that person I was, so who I thought I was in the military, that high achiever, I had to let go of that because those were were just labels and it was just a mask that I had been wearing for most of my life. And through all of the work with, with shadow work, with masculine and feminine, with learning about connecting to spirit, energy healing, uh, crystals, chakras, all of that, I learned how to listen to my heart, how to listen to my soul, and I learned who I actually was. So fast forward past a lot of the deep, dirty healing work, I wanted to start paying it forward. So I took my life coaching certification, and I've been part of numerous Uh, different mastermind programs, really diving into a lot of the soul work. Um, I'm also now a Theta Healing Practitioner, which is a type of energy healing. And I'm going deeper into other energy healing modalities. And now I'm just really helping all of you and my clients that I work with to change their lives as well. Because I don't want to see anyone get stuck the way that I was stuck and feel as lost and alone as I did back then. Honestly, if I'd had help, my journey would have been quicker, but I did it on my own. So it was slow and painful, but I made it. So yeah, you sure did. You sure did. That's a huge, 
inspiration for a lot of people because we're all on the journey of, you know, if we're, we're business owners and we're being called to more. So we all have this, this voice in us that says, I meant for more, like what you're saying, I meant for more. And mm -hmm. you have this calling in a way that says, I want to do it where I, where I have a bigger purpose, but in a way that's authentic to who I really am. And uh, I think that's the shift that we're all on. It's like, what's leading me more towards who I am, more towards how I'm meant to live and more towards why I'm, why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you said, you said that through this spirituality, through healing, through, you know, emotional work, you found, you got to find more of who you really are. How would mm -hmm. you describe that? Who is it that you found and, and, how would you describe yourself as, as who you really are that you found in there? Mm, that is a good question. That's all. I always find that this is a hard question too, because it's so ambiguous sometimes, but you know, when I strip away all of the labels, even though I am a, an intuitive life coach, I'm an energy healer. Those are part of what I do, but it's who I am on a deeper level is I'm a good person. And I'm full of love. I love everyone equally. And I'm really just, and I know this probably sounds so kind of esoteric, but I am a divine being on living a human life on this earth. And I keep that in mind in all of my interactions. So I am meant to help others. I am meant to awaken others. I'm meant to guide others. So, I mean, those are, those are the things that even if I strip away all the other labels, so if I'm no longer a life coach, I'm still going to help and serve and love others. So it's, it's more about my values and just the way I interact with the world versus all of the other external labels and the things that I do. It's, yeah. I don't know if that explains no, it very well. Totally. But. It's like what you found was that you are more, you are more than what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Who you are is more than what you do. If you are more, if you are this spirit that is just love and it's here to serve and here to guide and help others. And um, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what you're physically doing, right? It's who, it's who you're being and it's who you are. And uh, mm -hmm. I think the, the process you went through for uh, it's such a, it's such an identity shift. It's such a awakening to your egoic patterns. When you notice that who I mm -hmm. am is the military and that's my comfort zone. And if my identity is attached to that, it's literally like death to separate yourself from that. But something had to die so that you can birth the truth. Is that mm -hmm. what you felt? Yes, absolutely. And there was actually a very profound grieving process that occurred during all of this as well, because when you're letting go of all of those labels that you put on yourself, you have to grieve that loss because you are literally shifting and changing into a completely new person, a completely new paradigm. And a lot of the old that you so strongly were attached to you have to grieve that death huh. so that is a very important part of moving and shifting out of those labels into who you truly are wow yeah and and that's key that's so key it's it's such a good reminder that 
you know, who we, the labels you explained, the labels that we, that we think we are, um, are really stories that our ego attaches onto for safety and, and, um, and the letting go of that, it feels like this emptiness, right? Letting go of who you think you are is like this emptiness and this void that Mm -hmm. does need to need to be, you know, that you do need to go through this grieving process. And so someone who's in this, I know I'm meant for more. I know there's something in me. I know there's something that I'm being called towards, or there's a, there's a mission and a purpose within me. Mm-hmm. How is it that we can use the, the knowledge of, of masculine and feminine uh, to go through that process? Might be, might be important to clarify in your perspective, what is masculine feminine energies? How can someone uh, understand it within themselves first? And then we'll go through how we can use it. Mm-hmm. So before I dive right into the difference between masculine and feminine, there is one thing I want to say first, and that is whenever we are letting go of things, whenever we are changing our life, you want to look at your life like a box. And this box is filled with a whole bunch of things. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, but it's, it's a box nonetheless. And on the outside of the box, there is so many things waiting for you. So there is new opportunities, new growth, a new path. It's your purpose. Um, It can be meeting new people, new relationships. There's amazing things on the outside of this box. And when we are growing, what we have to do is make room inside of our box so that new things can come in. Because unless we start taking things out of our box and making space for new things to come in, our life is not going to change. So this growth needs to be a a type of growth where you make space for new things to come in. So that might be letting go of relationships. It might be letting go of a career. It might be moving away from something. But as soon as you move away from something or let go of something, you open up so much more space for new things to come in. And at the same time, the more that you do this releasing process and so that you can allow new things to come in, your box also expands as your consciousness expands. So it's like a never ending and it never stops growing type of box, but you still always have to make space for new things to come in. Wow. That's awesome. And no doubt people who are listening will be like, okay, I can let go of this. I can let go of this identity. I can let go of this story. I can make room here. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. I can, I can, release this this fear this doubt this worry and um although like you said goes through a grieving process it leaves more space in in the box it leaves more space for other things to flow in even things that you have no clue are even there no you know no doubt on on your transition when you had to let go of the military although you felt called no doubt you you had no clue what it was exactly going to lead to right mm-hmm. exactly I just had to, in those moments, follow what my heart was asking me to do, whether that was to read a book or join a a group or go to go into a crystal store and look at a crystal. I, whatever I was being called to do, I just had to trust that. So it was, um, it was a journey and it was a, it was a kind of a lesson of how to listen to myself during these times. Wow. Yeah, and everyone who's listening in to themselves will they'll get some indication on on 
how they can not only empty, you know, make some space, make some room in their box, but how they can expand that box with their, with their consciousness as well, because this stuff is coming up time and time again, especially being in a, in this time, uh, time of this recording is, is in, in COVID-19 and people just really starting to break away from their stories. They're almost being forced, right. To break away what you saw as the military and you broke away from the military in terms of an injury, which led mm-hmm. to you recognizing and realizing that who you are is not what you do. Right. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are going through that transition right now and, and recognizing who I'm, who, who I'm, who I am is not my job. It's not my activity. It's not my relationships, right? It's not any of that. It's something that's a lot more to it. And so, yeah, I'd love your insight, your perspective on, you know, and through your own experience um, on how people can make that shift, how people can start to, when things are falling apart and identities are falling off them and egoic stories are falling off them, how they can go through that grieving process and, and how they can couple that with, uh, with this, this masculine feminine energy that's going on within them. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll definitely go into that. So with the, with the masculine and feminine, let's understand that first. So we'll start with the feminine. So the feminine, actually here, we'll start with, we'll start with a metaphor so that you can picture this. Cool. So the, the masculine is, is about holding space. It's consciousness. The feminine is movement and energy and emotion. So if you look at a river, the river bed is the container for the river. That is the masculine energy. So the masculine energy, it holds the feminine. It provides space for it. And it also gives it direction because the masculine energy is all about holding space and also direction because the feminine is like the water. So the feminine fills the riverbed. It is the movement. It is all of the, the, like the content of it. It is encompasses everything. So the feminine is movement. Sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's fast. Sometimes it's choppy. Sometimes it's stillness. But if we didn't have the container of the masculine or the riverbed, the feminine would just spin in itself. So there would be no direction in the river. So the masculine as the riverbed not only holds the feminine, but it provides the direction. And the feminine then flows with the masculine, giving it the just going with the direction of it. So, and it, and it fills it up because the the feminine is the fullness of life. It is love. Whereas again, the masculine is, is that space, it's that container and is also associated with death and emptiness. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. So like Mm. you can, I can almost imagine when you're, when you're giving us that metaphor, I can almost imagine like while I'm feeling love, it's like, you know, how it feels and how it flows is my feminine, allowing that to flow. Then my masculine holds space for that. It's like, okay, where does this, where does this love want to go? Where does it need to flow? What's the direction of this love? Is that sort of, is that what this metaphor is sort of wrapping it up in? Yeah, absolutely. And when, it, when you look at the feminine in life, the feminine is about like, it's about feeling love. It is about fulfillment. It is experiences. 
And the masculine is purpose and direction and holding space. So when you're looking at life in general, the masculine is always going to be striving for the next thing. One of the things that the masculine wants to do is arrive. So all of that direction, um, business is very masculine. There are ways to bring the feminine into it, but business itself is a very masculine type of energy. And you'll notice in today's world, in society, it's all about do, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. And that's a very masculine energy. Now you can get into kind of a negative part of that where you overdo and overachieve and you're pushing too much because you're going so deep into the masculine essence that you're not coming back into your feminine. But the feminine is, like I said, it's about experience. It's about fulfillment. It's about love. And if you don't have movement and love and fulfillment in life, no matter how much you push, you're still going to feel an emptiness. So that's why these energies flow together because the feminine provides fulfillment for the masculine. The masculine provides direction and a container for the feminine to explore. If you have one without the other, like if you have, like I said, the, if, if there's feminine without the masculine, the feminine is just going to spin. So that's where you'll see people just spinning and spinning and they're not, they might have a business idea, but they, they're not taking any action or they keep falling off, off track. So you need to have both energies flowing in harmony, not balance, but harmony so that you can live your life to the fullest so that you can both achieve and also rest and experience. Awesome. And how do you, how do you know when these are out of balance? What, what is the, what are some signs that someone can say, Oh, okay. My masculine's overdeveloped or my, my feminine, I'm using too much. How do, what, what are some ways in which people can know what, what's uh, where they're at and, and what's, what's being overused? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll go into the wounded for a little bit, um, and then I'll go even deeper into that. So each divine energy, so there's the divine masculine, the divine feminine, and again, these energies are in both of us, um, or they're in all of us. And when you are in your wounded masculine, that is where you get rigidity. Your heart is very closed. You are pushing too much. You'd be a workaholic. You're going to get sucked into perfectionism. Um, you might get sucked into very uh, reactive behavior like anger, trying to dominate, um, trying to make other, people's, uh, make other people assimilate to what your, what your way of being is. Um, it's your way or the highway. That is kind of signs that you are in your wounded masculine. Now, the wounded feminine is a lot of self-sabotage. Um, it's that feeling of spinning. Uh, it's a lot of victim mentality, victim mindset, where nothing is your fault. There's no responsibility there. Um, oftentimes, now some people will argue this, but anytime people are uh, drinking or taking drugs and they become addicted or even with video games, um, it's because they are trying to feel, they're trying to feel good. So they're taking part in activities or using substances that 
in reality harm them, but they're getting instant gratification. Instant gratification is also another just in general part of, of the wounded feminine, because instead of looking for gratification in a way that's really fulfilling, that instant gratification is often damaging to us. But because we are searching for love in that moment, even if it hurts us in the long run, we will still cling onto it. The wounded feminine is also very reactive in a different way or where she will try to destroy other things. So if you, if you've ever been in a relationship with a woman who is constantly like saying things like, I don't know what's wrong with you and you're cheating on me. And, and she goes into this litany of things and none of it's true. It's because she's looking for love and attention. So we will berate others in those kind of, in those kind of destructive ways where we're trying to hurt others in order for them to in turn love us. So it's, it's very volatile at times. And this can appear in big ways and it can appear in small ways. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm sure many people are raising their hand like I've got both, both wounded feminine and masculine. I've noticed mm -hmm. all these in myself. Yeah. Um, you know, the wounded masculine is, is, so, is it's so predominant in, in business owners these days, especially I've noticed so much in myself, especially before. It's almost the reason why I got into this extended meditation journey. Mm -hmm. um, you, you just feel this, this push, uh, this, your heart's closed. You're very focused on your direction and your outcome. Um, I notice a lot of competition as well. I'm not a very competitive person, but I can find myself comparing myself with other people. Um, and, uh, and, and having this strive to win and this strive to be better. And it's just, you can, it's really the, it's really the reason why I started meditating is just to notice all of those, all of those patterns. And so mm -hmm. no doubt, no doubt people will be able to listen to this and, and say, yeah, I'm definitely have a wounded masculine, definitely have a wounded feminine. Um, those signs are, those signs are clear. Uh, where do, where do people go from there once they notice, where they're at, where if they do have a wounded masculine, wounded feminine, what's, what's, what's next for them? Mm -hmm. So once you have some awareness as to where you are wounded, and like you were saying, you've noticed this in, in yourself on both, with both energies, um, chances are you will have wounds on both sides of the energies and that's totally okay. Um, now what you want to do is you want to start noticing where your wounds are and you want to start healing them. So Tyson, like you've said in the interview we just did, and I'm sure on other podcast episodes with the walking with a five-year-old, you want to bring that to the, bring that to the surface. So you, if when that five-year-old that is coming to you in the park is asking you for help, you want to actually walk with it and give it love. So for example, with the feminine, that victim mindset you want to look at why you are in that victim mindset. You want to be asking yourself, what am I needing? What am I trying to get? You want to be looking at how that victim mindset is serving you. And then you want to start rewriting those stories, those belief systems. So if a victim mindset is serving you because it's giving you love. It's giving you attention. Yes, it's from a negative place. It's not from a pure place. 
but it is giving you love and attention. You want to look at how can I go and create more love and attention in my life that's not from a victim mindset? How can I take responsibility for the things that are happening in my life? How can I look at this as a gift instead of something that's happening to me? How can I reframe it? And by going into those reframes, that will help you start healing those wounds and coming into the divine version of the masculine and the feminine. Wow, and awesome. Mm-hmm. One, thing, one thing that's coming up for me, so not only are you uh, allowing that five-year-old to come up, not only are you providing a lot of love, but reframing the story and rewriting the story in terms of uh, the quality ways. It's almost like you're, you're noticing the underlying reason of why this patterns here, uh, mm-hmm. like for the, for example, the feminine for love and attention, and then noticing ways you can get that uh, met in a better quality way. That's not self-sabotaging or self-defeating. Um, is there anything, is there anything you did to do with this that shifted you from out of the military towards more of your purpose and was there anything that you had to reframe or things that you shifted in yourself that allowed you to go through that path oh there's a million things (laughs) um oh that's a tough question let's see some of the things that were key for me was what i had to do because i had a very wounded masculine. I also had a very wounded feminine, but the masculine is what ruled my life. And with my, with my wounded masculine, I was all about rigidity, perfectionism, competition, striving, overachieving, and pushing myself to unreasonable limits where I was burning myself out. And when I was coming out of the military and remember I was going through the height of my chronic pain and my depression at this time. Anytime I tried to go back into that wounded masculine pattern where I was pushing and striving and being perfectionistic, my body actually threw up a block. And that would look like a pain flare. That would look like fatigue where I wouldn't be able to get out of bed for days. Um, That would look like a depression flare up. So anytime I tried to go back into that pattern, I actually had my body say, nope, you're literally not able to do that anymore. You have to change. So what I ended up doing was sinking into my divine feminine first. And I feel like this is something that, especially because our society is so wounded masculine oriented, you have to almost sink into your feminine first so that you can understand it. So my process was I had the wounded masculine, I had my wounded feminine. I had to start healing my wounded feminine and sink into the divine version of it. And then once my feminine was finally fulfilled, then I had to start learning to trust my masculine direction again. Once, mm -hmm, um, Once I was starting to actually go into the the divine feminine what happened and this is very interesting is i actually stopped trusting my masculine at all because i was so afraid that and this was a belief that started occurring but i was so afraid that if i went into even the divine version of the masculine that i was going to flip into the wounded and start pushing too hard again so i actually had to heal a belief there that was created from fear once i went into the divine feminine Mm. Wow. Yeah. This is something I'm going through. Um, 
is now that I've been doing a lot of meditation mm-hmm. and um, cause I went through something very similar. The way my coach explained it was um, my, my wounded masculine is out there in, going to the battlefield and um, getting all of the wounds, but forgetting what he's fighting for. And the reason why my coach instructed for me, she said for two weeks, don't do anything for two weeks. There's no masculine. There's no structure. There's no planning. There's no action. It's just simply feeling your feminine. It's, it's being in that, what you call the water, right? Being in that flow. Um, mm-hmm. It's being, you know, it's, it's being whatever feels aligned for me. So feeling that love, feeling the creativity, feeling that flow, feeling that alignment and just sitting that for a while um, and, and, and allowing that side of you to heal and then it was almost like now that my feminine was healed, mm-hmm. now my masculine could actually come home and be healed by the feminine. Um, and the reason mm-hmm. why, and I went through that whole process, it was huge for me. It was huge mm-hmm. to be able to even just visualize my masculine, uh, my wounded masculine coming home to the feminine and being healed and then them both in harmony. But now I'm going through something similar where now I'm like back into the, masculine and i'm like okay now how do i know what side of me to trust am i am i wanting to take action from an overdeveloped uh energy that wants to achieve to be enough or mm-hmm. is it actually a calling and that's when it's 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 been a really really cool journey for me to pay attention to the distinction of mm-hmm. is my masculine being being called and being pulled by something that is my divine or is it something that's in an egoic pattern to feel enough um, is there anything you would you would uh, help me in sort of understanding it, how to tell if my masculine is through my divine or is the or is the action that I'm taking through a pattern of trying to feel enough and and from a wounded masculine? Mm, okay, so when you are looking at the energy and you are trying to determine if you are coming from a divine place or a wounded place you want to look at the motivation behind it. What is the underlying reason that you are taking this action? What are you wanting to feel when you take this action? And are you like, is it coming from your soul? Is it coming from your higher self or is it coming from a need to compete and be externally validated um, to feel powerful? Everything that you are doing if it's in your divine, whether it's your divine masculine or your divine feminine should be coming from a very high place. So it's from your higher self. It's from your soul essence. And what that feels like is it feels expansive. Even if it might feel scary, even if it might feel hard, the underlying feeling is expansion. So it's opening you up. It's asking you to step into something deeper. It's, it's, when you're connected to your higher self and you're you're embodying these masculine and feminine energies your higher self is always going to guide you in the direction that you're being called to go so it's always going to feel lighter whereas if it's from a wounded place it's going to feel heavy it's going to feel contracted you might feel more tension in your body you might not be able to breathe as well you might feel Um, And have like other feelings like guilt come up or shame come up, or you might even even notice that 
okay, I, I think I am doing this because I feel like I'm not enough or I should be doing something. Those shoulds, I call it shoulding all over yourself. Those are a real clue as to are you in your feminine or sorry, are you in your divine or are you in your wounded masculine or feminine energy? Because when you are shooting on yourself, when you're in that heavy contracted energy, that is from a wounded place versus a divine place. Yeah. So ask yourself the question, does it feel expansive? Mm -hmm. Right. And does it feel light or heavy? I mean, I can feel myself sometimes like, like yesterday, I feel myself like, uh, competitive feeling like I need more of a social media following or something like that. And I can, um, and then I feel myself wanting to reach out to more people and, and to grow it. And I can, yesterday, especially I felt myself feel like it feels contracting. It feels like I'm doing it to fill a void within myself. Mm, right. Yeah. But then the other day I was on a call in a, in a Facebook group, um, and there was just, uh, four besides me, four other people on the call. So it's not a huge audience. Um, mm -hmm. but it's also, I was coaching them and I was, I was going through these, these shifts with them and helping them hold space. And it felt so expansive. It felt me and it had nothing to do with the size of the audience mm -hmm. it Had everything to do with, I was in my purpose. I was in my, uh, alignment and it felt expansive. And so yeah. that's a key, key reminder. Does it feel expansive does it, or does it feel contracting? Does it feel heavy or does it feel light? And so that's really, that's just such a, such a key reminder. Is there anything else you want to, you want to add to that? Yeah, actually going off of your example with the uh, feeling competitive with the social media following and then wanting to reach out to people. Now that is something that whether you are in your divine or you're wounded, you're probably going to come across and Competition is not a bad thing because it can show us where we can grow into, where we can get stronger. Um, but when you're looking at it and using that example again, if you are wanting to grow your social media following because you feel like your numbers are too low, that's coming from a wounded place. But if you're wanting to grow your social media following because you want to reach more people and make more of an impact, that's coming from a divine place. Yeah. Can you feel the difference in that energy? Totally, totally. It's sort of like, um, it's sort of like the, what I thought because I'm new to Instagram mm -hmm. and so my, I don't have a big following on there. But then what I ended up doing was I thought, people were judging me because of my low uh, numbers. But then I recognized that it's contracting. I reckon I recognize that it's, it's, it feels heavy. And I, and it's only when I realized that and I sat in meditation that I realized it's not that I fear other people are judging me. It's I'm judging a side of myself. And so sitting with me and sitting with the side of me that feels that I'm judging for not having a big following or anything like that is really really key and it's 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 almost like the opposite of uh the facebook group so the facebook group is growing organically the facebook groups is is doing really well it's so engaging and mm -hmm. that's because i'm pouring my heart into that that feels aligned it feels like it's a if it's a calling mm -hmm. and i'm that's growing organically because i love the members in there and it's all about my purpose that is that's my mission 
the the focus isn't on the numbers the focus is on me uh you know it's on me just serving and yeah. that's really uh, i love that it's always going back to the reason why you're doing what you're doing am, am i am i reaching out to people because there's because i'm feeling not enough and i feel like if i reach out to them and get a bigger following then i'm going to feel enough or am i trying to get a bigger following because i want to spread my message i want to spread the love and the, the fulfillment that's already inside is that what you're saying yeah yeah absolutely and the more that we have awareness around this and the more that we practice this discernment the better we are going to get because we'll know if we're acting from a place of of ego where we or the wounded where we're trying to get better in order to feel better in ourselves or feel more powerful or we're trying to fill some kind of gap where or you look at the other side where we are doing it from a place of connection and from service and if you are coming from a place of love and connection and service that's always going to be the right direction um and don't get me wrong, we're going to slip into old patterns. It just happens. But the more awareness you have, the more you can self-correct your path. Yeah, a lot of people message me and they, they don't think I deal with, they don't think I have uncomfortable emotions anymore. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, it's funny. And that's why I always highlight what I'm going through. I always mm -hmm. highlight um, the things that are coming up for me, the patterns that are coming up for me, the egoic patterns. Um, to let people know that there's no way that I'm not, I'm not noticing and, and being aware of more and more patterns within myself. That's really key. What you said in terms of focusing, if, if your action and the energy is coming from love, coming from connection, coming from service, you always know that it's coming from a, a higher, you know, more divine feminine, more divine masculine. Cause that's, that's what they're all about. And I know what you said in terms of how you started, you know, shifting was, healing your feminine first and mm -hmm. rewriting your story and, and meeting those needs in more quality ways. What would you say to someone who's, uh, you know, for some first steps who are looking to harmonize both the feminine and masculine so they can, they can live the quality of life they want and go into the direction that is their purpose. Mm -hmm. So first I'll say that each and every person these both of these energies the masculine and feminine is within you but we also have what's called a core essence and our core essence is the energy that we live in the most that is what our soul thrives in now this can get a little bit tricky when you may have been for example maybe your core feminine and you've been wearing a masculine mask for quite a while but in order to understand this the best way possible, do you want to be loved or respected first? Mm -hmm. If you want to be loved first, so if you, had, if you could only make the choice, would you rather have love first or respect first? If, it, if it's love, then you are core feminine. And if it's respect, then you are core masculine. That's no. cool. That, cause yeah. this is a topic cause I've studied masculine feminine and I've done a, a little bit of this work as well. I've never heard it put that way. And I've always had the, I've always had the, uh, the question I love asking other people, like, how do you know if you're core masculine or feminine or if it's a mask? And, mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, as soon as you said that, as soon as you said, what would you love to be loved or respected? As soon as that came up, I'm like, respected, respected for me, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. that, I don't know why, but that's, this is, that's a key, key question. That's so huge um, to, to know if you're core, core masculine or feminine. That's awesome. Um, mm -hmm. I, just, I just had to interject. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Continue. No, that's totally fine. Um, yeah, it's definitely a question that people ask all the time. And another way to look at it as well. So if you're looking at business, um, if you have to have your relationships at home and your home life be good in order for you to then go and work on your business, that's feminine. But if you can work on your business and have a horrible home life, that's masculine. So that's another way to look at it. So if you can have turmoil at home, but still work your business, work your purpose, then you work more masculine because that's, that goes into the respect that goes into the direction and masculine itself is all about purpose. But if you need to have a good home life and feel lots of love in order for you to go work on your purpose and your passion, then you're core feminine because you are needing to fill up with that love first. Awesome. And does it matter which one you're masculine or feminine compared to, um, if well, you're core masculine or feminine, would you approach business differently? Um, a little bit. It kind of, it kind it depends on the person. Um, so I am core masculine. So I, I need to make sure that I am filling up my day with connecting with people and really have a lot of direction in my day. Um, and core feminines, they need to make sure that they have structure, but that they're really fostering a lot of really deep relationships. So if in business, a core feminine is not fostering deep relationships and she's not in her light. And I say she, but, um, it can be other male or female. Um, but if, the feminine's not sharing the the radiance and really shining in their light, then it's going to affect their ability to receive in business and and really connect with people. So the masculine has to show up and have lots of direction in business. The feminine needs a lot of connection, but it really flows in and out of each other because if you have one without the other, there's going to be a disconnect there. And that's why in business, we see so many people. So a lot of people that are just in their masculine, they might be really good at getting things done and hustling and pushing. And again, that's going into the wounded a little bit, but then it's not sustainable because they're not building relationships. They're not fulfilling themselves. And if a person who is core feminine is going into business, they might have lots of ideas. They might have a big vision, but they tend to spin and they don't make money and they don't have a lot of forward movement. And that's because they're sitting too long in their feminine and not bringing in those masculine qualities that are going to move them forward. So it's really a dance between both energies. And would you say that although it's a dance, you say you need to live in your core more often? Is that, is that what you're saying in terms of to live a fulfilling life? Would you do you need to refer back to your core masculine or feminine throughout your day or what would you suggest there? Mm -hmm. So with the core essence, you do have to 
make sure that you are spending a good amount of time in your core essence. Now, in every single moment, you are flowing between the masculine and feminine energy. For as an example, we're doing this interview right now. So when you are asking me questions, you are actually in your feminine and then you're also in your masculine because you're providing me direction. And then you're also allowing what's needing to come up to come up. But when I'm speaking, sorry, you're holding space for me. So primarily you are in your masculine. And right now, because I am talking and I'm exploring the masculine and feminine with you and things are coming up as they need to come up. And I'm just opening up about this topic that I'm passionate about. I'm actually in my feminine. So I'm filling up this interview. Hmm. And on our last interview together, where you were um, being interviewed for my podcast, I was holding the masculine space for most of it. Whereas you were in your feminine because you were letting everything come through. But again, it's moment to moment because even as you were in your feminine during my interview primarily, and now I'm in my feminine during your interview, from moment to moment, we're still going back and forth because even as I'm in my feminine talking, I'm still giving direction. So it's, it's this beautiful flow. Yeah. Now, when you look at it on a daily basis, and especially in business, most of what we do in business is masculine because it is direction oriented. Um, you are leading, you are connected to your purpose. You are really setting up boundaries and structure and you're, you're going out there. So, and you're, and you're making money and that is all very masculine. So for the most part, when you are working your business, you are in your, primarily you're in the masculine essence. So what that means at the end of the day is that you will have to sink back into your feminine. So at the end of the day, it means that you'll have to relax into your emotions. You'll have to take some time to fill up your experiences. You'll have to connect with people on a deeper level. You'll have to kind of let go of that structure at night and just let what happens happen. Um, now, when you're looking at it from a, like I said, a business standpoint, you're in your masculine all day. So that means that you're going to have to flip into your feminine at some point to really come back into that feeling and that, and that flow state. Because if we're just driving and giving direction all day and we're not allowing flow, you're going to get burnt out. And whenever we're not in our core essence for, for a period of time, that's when burnout occurs. So if you're looking at a masculine person, so their core masculine essence, if they are working their business, they're getting their fill of the masculine during the day. And then when they shut off for the day and they do have to shut off, then they can go into the feminine and fill up the feminine and rest into the feminine, relax into the feminine and really sink into their feelings. Mm. Now, somebody who's feminine working business during the day, again, they're going to be in their masculine and they're going to have to shut off at the end of the day and make sure that they spend a lot of time filling up their feminine. 
Now what happens is, especially when we're doing the healing, going from the wounded to the divine, if you've been in a wounded masculine for a long time, and then you go into uh, your divine feminine because you're, you're learning how to slow down and how to flow. What can happen is even if you are a core masculine, because you've stopped learning to trust the divine masculine in you and you've sank, you've sunk into your divine feminine, you'll start kind of languishing in that feminine energy. You might not take action. You might really enjoy learning how to rest. And if that fear comes up of switching over into your divine feminine, or sorry, when the fear comes up of switching into your divine masculine, but you don't trust it, then you might keep sinking into the feminine. Now, what that's going to do for somebody who's masculine is create a disharmony because you're only filling up one divine energy and the other one is getting pushed to the wayside and it's getting ignored. Uh, The same thing yeah, the same thing with the divine feminine, where as if you are if you are a core feminine person and you spend all day in business and you are pushing and pushing and, and working and your masculine's gonna be full, but if you don't turn off for the day, if you don't take your lady balls off, then you're you're gonna feel burnt out because you're not coming back into your core essence. So it's really about being aware of what you are doing and how you're managing your energies. Mm. And it, it, for me, it keeps coming back to when you're in your, when you're, when you're noticing both energies, noticing the underlying reason that that energy is flowing. Is it flowing so that you can feel enough or is it, or is it, you know, especially if you're masculine, you're working so that you can feel enough or if you're in your feminine, right? Are you, are you uh, feeling and, and unleashing and spinning around in circles so that you can feel, so that you can get attention and love? Mm-hmm. Right? Or are you working where they're in harmony, where it's expansive, where it feels light, where they're working in harmony, where they're working together, where, they, where you feel on purpose, right? Am yeah. I, am I on, the, on the right track there? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. And, and another thing to remember is that a great way to harmonize your masculine and feminine energies is to have structure and also plan downtime. So our society has been taught to work Monday to Friday, nine to five. It's very structured. And a lot of the times we beat ourselves up if we are not working those specific hours during the day. So if you take the afternoon off, one day you might start having guilt come up and shame come up and you might have judgments come up and what's going to happen in those moments is you're going to just pull yourself out of alignment and you have to make sure that you are honoring what you need and you're honoring both energies. So instead of judging yourself for having fun or taking an afternoon off and not being in that very rigid structured environment for even an afternoon it'll it'll just allow you to do something different and it'll allow you to refill everything that you need and and it'll allow you to harmonize both energies when you stop judging yourself mm. and you know our life is not meant to 
only push in business. It's not meant to only work. We're meant to live our purpose. We're meant to work. We're meant to enjoy and experience and explore. So if you plan times where maybe you take every Friday off, you only work Monday to Thursday, it's not going to make you less effective as some, as a business owner. It's actually going to make you more effective because you're filling up both energies. You're giving yourself the space and the time to be both in your masculine and then in your feminine. Mm. And it's like, I think it's the Dalai Lama said it, there's more to life than making it go faster. You know, there's, mm. and, and that's what I always like. I feel this way all the time. It's like, I'm just trying to get results and make things happen and make them happen faster. Right. And mm. so many people will be able to resonate with me. And there's just so much more to life than making it go faster than making things happen and making them happen quicker. Like you said, if you take the afternoon off on a Thursday and just enjoy it, there's so much more fulfillment, right? In that. And, and same when I meditate and I look outside in the garden, I can feel complete at peace in the garden and just feel whole and feel oneness and feel connected. And that happens not from action, right? It's not action, um, but it's my feminine filling up. And from there flows ideas and, and insights and, and uh, pieces of action that can flow from that, that I feel on purpose. And I feel, it feels my divine masculine because I've healed the feminine. And some people need to take that Thursday off or Thursday afternoon off for that to happen. Is that what you find as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, this is something that I implement in my own life and it's something that um, my coaches implement as well where if you take an afternoon off or for example every friday off um, i also take the last week of the of the month off where i don't do any coaching calls i will do things like podcast interviews i'm still working but it's in a, it's in a creative capacity instead of in a structured serving capacity by doing those things yeah, it really opens me up to more creativity. It opens me up to more energy, more alignment. I get more downloads. Um, I find that by giving myself the space to sink into my feminine more on those afternoons off, it actually gives other people permission as well to stop hustling so hard, yeah. to allow more space and more value into, the, into their own life. And it just, it, yeah, it really gives them permission to change the way that they've been doing things so that they can feel more connected as well. Wow. Yeah. And it's, it's something you just need to experience. I know there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about it, mm -hmm. but I mean, when people start actually implementing it and feeling it and being in that space of not beating yourself up for it, but actually doing it so your patterns can emerge and so you can notice where you're in your wounded masculine or feminine, mm -hmm. um, it'll may, mean a huge shift. People can not only see the shift internally, but externally. And that's what I felt as well. Internally, I feel so much more at peace and so much more flow that mm -hmm. it just pours into the business and it just happens in that way. Um, how is it that you do this in, in your business, your core masculine and, mm -hmm. um, and, 
what is it that you do on your last week of the month off? Is there anything that you specifically do or anything in your, uh, you know, anything in your practice that you work with your feminine, you work with your masculine, anything like that? Mm -hmm. So in general, my, my schedule is structured, but with flow within it. So I have set hours that I want to work on days. Um, and I have set things that I want to do, but in between those, I allow myself time for creativity or I allow myself time to go meet with a friend for coffee or fill up my feminine, maybe by going shopping or getting groceries, something like that. Um, the last week of the month, especially, like I said, I don't do any coaching calls the last week of the month. What I will do is I will continue to do like Facebook lives or Instagram lives. Um, I will record podcast episodes. Uh, I do a lot of um, interviews for my podcast in the last week of the month. I save that for creativity. So I don't have any appointments other than the occasional podcast interview. And I just let myself flow and create and learn. And this looks like, sometimes it looks like me studying my craft. So maybe I'll take a, a course or maybe I will read books or other times it might look like me painting my house. So we bought a house last year and we're currently going room by room and painting it because um, it's, it's outdated. That's okay. I love making my own, but <laughs> my, my feminine loves creating things. So even if it has nothing to do with business, by me getting into that creative mode, whether it's painting my house, whether it's building a desk, um, or maybe I go and I dance to a, a song. Um, whatever that creation is, I allow myself to do it in those times. And it really breaks the pattern of me just being focused in my masculine and working all the time. Uh, and no doubt, like the, the interesting thing is, if you're in your masculine all the time and uh, you're doing all that, it can be hard to stop and to actually do those creative things. But the mm -hmm. interesting thing is it will feel expansive, right? It will feel expansive despite feeling uncomfortable. I think that's yeah. a really key difference is like for me, like for example, sitting down and being still will feel uncomfortable for most people. But when you listen to your heart, notice how it feels expansive. Notice how it feels like you're breaking some patterns of some shoulds. Mm -hmm. Notice how you're breaking some patterns of um, what you feel you need to do to feel enough or to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And it comes back to that question of, does it feel expansive? And it, it, that definitely will when, you, when you're in your creative flow, when you're doing things that are against those egoic patterns. It's such a, such a key question. Um, mm -hmm. Is there anything else you want to finish on or wrap up so that people can really start to harness this, the, the flow of energies and what they can do to incorporate this in their, in their own life? Mm -hmm. So there, there's two things. So one really quick thing, um, because this is, a, this is a very interesting distinction between masculine and feminine, but you know, Tyson, you meditate and you can meditate for two hours, six hours, and you can do it in silence. Now, that is a very masculine thing. The, the masculine core energy loves silent meditation. It loves nothingness. 
Whereas the feminine is going to have a lot of trouble sitting in meditation like that. So their meditation might look like a guided meditation. It might look like some type of movement, maybe a yoga flow, maybe some kind of dance flow. So the masculine might get a lot out of sitting in silent meditation, whereas the feminine is going to get some, get more out of movement. You'll still come to the same conclusion where you'll get downloads, you'll see what's coming up for you. And it's good to practice both, even if the, the opposite core energy is uncomfortable for you. But know that if something feels really uncomfortable and it just doesn't feel right for you, like if silent meditation doesn't feel right, try moving meditation because that is probably because you are core feminine. So there's no right way or wrong way to do it. There's always options. So let yourself explore those options. Uh, awesome. Always exploring, mm -hmm. always exploring. I do. Uh, I love, I love dance and music and um, I'm exploring different ways of, of using those things. And it's, it's so cool. Um, so where can people find out more about you, more about your podcast, more about your coaching, all those different things? How can they reach out and find out a bit more? Mm -hmm. So I'm very active on Instagram. Um, all my Instagram posts also go over to my Facebook page. Uh, so on Instagram, I'm just at Anastasia Burtnick. Um, and I know that all the links will also be in the show notes for you. And um, my website has a lot of information. It has information about my coaching, my healing work, and it's AnastasiaBurtnick.com. So clearly my name <laughs> is what you're always going to want to look for. Same with my Facebook page, just Facebook.com slash AnastasiaBurtnick, and you'll, it'll take you right to me. And my podcast is the Soul Service Podcast, and it is on iTunes, Spotify, and every single platform. So you just have to search Soul Service Podcast, and you will find it. Beautiful. And the thing about your website is there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more to your coaching than just this. The the ideas of of masculine, feminine, how to heal them. There's a lot of mm -hmm. information on there around um, around all your your theta healing and all those different all those other different modalities as well. So if anyone wants to jump on board and and learn more about those energy healings and and more about um, what it is you do, that all that information's on there as well. Um, but I just want to thank you. This has been a real key conversation, not only for me, um, but a lot of the community and a lot of the people listening would have been touched on this this core concept of masculine and feminine this is just this dives in deep into anything that i've ever um put in my content so no doubt people are going to get a lot from this is there anything else you want to finish on that can that will make this feel complete i would say the last thing is just be kind with yourself as you're going through this process and learning and know that there are going to be questions that come up and let those questions come and you can reach out to me if you have any questions or need clarification on anything but really just give yourself the grace and the space to explore let yourself go into your feminine and experience life and feel love and fulfillment and let yourself rest and relax and stop doing business without guilt and shame and then also let yourself trust your masculine direction. So if you're being called to take action, as long as it's from a heart-centered place and it feels expansive, take those risks, take that action, trust your masculine so that 
you feel fulfilled so that you are living your purpose. Wow. Explore, explore and trust. Mm-hmm. explore and trust my friends awesome thanks so much anastasia and thanks everyone for for listening this is a powerful powerful conversation i can't wait for people to listen so thank you so much for joining me well thank you for having me on the podcast it has been incredible awesome you're welcome take care now okay you too thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast if you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute you might want to come join us over on the online facebook community called connect contribute collaborate This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to TysonCoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.